Hello everyone, I hope everybody's having a good day. Hope you're staying warm. It is cold outside, um, but that's okay. It's that time of year, so I guess we should expect it. At least we haven't had to cancel um, any Sunday mornings or Wednesday nights so far this year. For that, I'm very, very thankful. So anyway, we're going to jump into our midweek session from last week. This is the one that took place on January 25th. That was last Wednesday. And we covered 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 through 24 that Wednesday night. Again, it was 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 through 24. So if you'd like to take some time to read through that, that would be good. And then we'll jump into our lesson summary. So I'll give you a little bit of time to press pause and do that, and we'll get back to it. Okay, hopefully you had enough time there to check out that passage of Scripture. Again, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 through 24. And there's a couple different things that Paul did in this passage. Uh, the first thing he did was provide an explanation and um, plead for some understanding on the part of his friends in the church in Corinth. Um, again, Paul has some opponents in the church. And he also has some friends um, there in the church. And it's really his friends who are a little bit frustrated with him right now, and they're frustrated for this reason. A couple of different times he mentioned plans for him to come visit them, and those plans had kind of blown up. He, he didn't come through. And, and basically, um, he was being labeled probably by the opponents and that he had in the church. And on top of that, um, he did not have give his friends, they felt, an explanation for the opponents. Um, and he was being, I guess, labeled as indecisive. Um, what it amounts to is this, and we're the same way. If somebody says they're going to do something, or I guess specifically in this case, says they are going to be somewhere, or they're going to come visit, then do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to visit us, then visit us. So Paul was, uh, he he's trying to give them an explanation as to why he didn't do this. Now, in the background of this, we need to understand, contextually speaking, that Paul had visited the church in Corinth um, recently, and that visit had not gone well. Um, that he visited because his letter that he wrote to them, what we call 1 Corinthians, was not um, as, effective as, as effective as he had hoped when it come to, came to kind of solving some, some issues there within the church. So because it wasn't, he visited them. The visit did not go well. He ended it abruptly. And instead of visiting again, um, he decided to write them a letter. Okay, so that's kind of the background of this. Now, as we get into, move through kind of the first few verses where he's kind of saying, please understand where I'm coming from. And then we get to verse 17, and my goodness, it gets a little bit confusing here because he starts talking about yeses and nos and so on and so forth. It looks confusing, but it's really not. It's, it's really not that complicated. Um, what he's basically saying is this. Um, they, they are accusing of him of being double-minded or of being um, indecisive. He's saying, yes, he's going to come, and then no, he doesn't come. Yes, he's going to come. No, once again, he doesn't come. Um, Paul is saying that he is, is not guilty of saying yes, then no in, in one breath. Um, what he's saying is, is there is a reason why I did not come and visit you like I said I was going to. Now, in the middle of that, before we get to that reason, 
we need to understand that Paul, one thing that he could be um, accused of and probably could not have much of a defense for the accusations is the fact that he was a rabid squirrel chaser. What I mean is he he would chase a squirrel in a heartbeat, especially if that squirrel had to do um, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in the midst of him saying why he didn't come visit, why he, there's not, yes, yes, I'm coming to visit, and then no, no, I'm not coming to visit, he says the ultimate yes that we have is Christ. Christ is our yes from God the Father. He is our amen, um, which is, a, he, he's, he's given, Christ has given that same title in, in Revelation as well, Revelation chapter 3, uh, meaning this, Christ is the amen from God. In other words, Christ is the fulfillment. Um, Amen basically means this. What has just been said is true. Um, So Christ is the truth. Christ is the true fulfillment of all of God's promises. Again, Paul is always looking for the opportunity to emphasize the gospel. See, that's how Christ did fulfill the promises of the Father, is through the gospel. He came, he died, he was buried, and he arose. And that fact... That fact in history um, changed everything. Okay, so the point Paul makes after chasing that squirrel for a little bit is there is he did have good reason for um, for not coming to see them in Corinth. He did not come to see them in Corinth this particular time because he wanted to spare them. He knew that after the last visit did not go well, that then if he visited again uh, before this issue gets resolved, the the opposition is dealt with. Um, this would not this the visit would not go well at all. Now, before we conclude, there's something really, really important though that we need to take a look at and, and it comes in verses 21 and 22 <clears throat> in the midst of his conclusion to this issue. And he says this. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ that he is referring to is God, okay? Now God who establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us is God. Who, seal, who also sealed us and gave us the Spirit in our hearts as a pledge. We need to talk about this just for a second. Um, when, when we're referring to in that day and in that time, when there is a seal, that seal is often um, comes in the, in, in the context of, of royalty or someone who is in a position of power. When they seal something, um, usually an official document or something along those lines, that seal is, uh, is, a, is a sign of ownership. In other words, who's ever in that position of power seals something, and by sealing it says, this is my word, this is my possession, this letter, this, this decree, whatever it might be. This is mine. So when it says that God seals us, it's God claiming us as his possession reserved for himself in that day that is to come of total redemption, when we will become fully and wholly God's residing in his presence for eternity. So that seal is also the pledge for us or the down payment for us, and that seal and that pledge is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit within us is the assurance of what is to come. The Holy Spirit within us is God's seal that he owns us, as well as his pledge that that Holy Spirit is a sign of what is coming. Um, The time between Christ's resurrection and his ascension 
to the time of his return when he comes to call his people home. The age between those two times, his resurrection and his return, is the age of the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is vital in the life of the follower of Christ. Romans 8 speaks to this very, very specifically. So I'm very glad that Paul touches on that um, in in this section to show us the role of the Spirit in our lives, the vital, essential role of the Holy Spirit in our lives, not just for our present, but as well as for our future. So um, basically it all amounts to this as we conclude this section, as we conclude chapter 1 of, of 2 Corinthians, um, is, is Paul postponed his visit um, to the church in Corinth until there could be a time of his visit when there would be mutual rejoicing, um, them taking joy in his coming and him taking joy in being in their presence. So that's what he was waiting for. And apparently, um, Paul's most recent letter that is, as we talked about last week, that we call, we will call Corinthians C, was well received in the hands of Titus to the people of Corinth. And um, boy, it was it was a good thing. So Paul was going to get to see them with good news, hopefully, if nothing else happened. Um, my goodness, the relationship between Paul and the church in Corinth was quite volatile, it seemed like at times. Um, so uh, he's looking forward, though, to a good visit with them in the future. All right. Uh, speaking of future, tomorrow is Wednesday. It is February 1st, and we will be tomorrow night in our class looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. If you want to take a look at that in preparation. Um, if you haven't been able to join us yet this semester, we would absolutely love to have you. We have a meal at 6 o'clock. Um, followed by classes for all ages at 7 o'clock. If you can't make the meal, that's just fine. Just come to class. Um, we would absolutely love to see you. Um, hope you have a good evening. Keep warm out there. Um, I think it's going to warm up Wednesday, tomorrow, and really warm up for some on Thursday. So um, keep those heaters turned up until that time comes. Uh, hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening.